Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast Supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. A lot can happen in the next three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare tri-term medical plans are available for these changing times. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare tri-term medical plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Say hello to a new era of mental health care. Cerebral is here to help you achieve your mental wellness goals with professional therapy and medication management support. 100% online you'll experience the all-new Cerebral Way, an innovative approach to mental wellness designed around you. You'll get a personalized treatment plan from a therapist, prescriber, or both in a safe and judgment-free space. Your Cerebral therapist or prescriber will outline a customized plan with clear milestones along the way, so you can get to feeling your best. With Cerebral, you're not alone in your mental health journey. We're here to empower you to live a fulfilling life. So take that first step towards a brighter future and sign up today at Cerebral.com slash podcast and use code ACAST to get 15% off your first month. Offer only valid on monthly plans. Other exclusions may apply. Offer ends July 31st, 2024. See site for details. These marriages are not perfect, but all in all, they seem to work. Marriage is an institution for grown-ups. <laughs> It's like a love-hate relationship. There are no bosses in a modern marriage. He knows he's lucky to have a wife. Hello everybody, episode 147 of Husband and Wife Sentenced to Life, the Relationships Podcast, the Parenting Podcast, the Imaner Podcast. <laughs> Simon over here, Laura over there. Hello, hello. We're recording this straight on the back of the other one. Yeah. Because we've not done one for ages, we've got well, no, quite a few. And we said what we were going to do, whilst we're away, we said we were going to do the... Possibly daily. Yeah. We took the Roman mics, but it just, for various reasons, it didn't happen. I mean, it's difficult to find somewhere to do it. Yeah. And we were in hotel rooms where the kids were in with us. And I, I genuinely, I got really poorly. Yeah. And it was just, un, un, couldn't do it. Yeah. So, so we're here now. So this is going to be the travel episode. Yeah. Where we're going to talk about the trip. We finished off, we were, we were heading off to Norwich. Yeah, we were at Marylebone High Street. Yeah. This was two episodes ago. This was the place where Leo had uh, had his operation on Harley Street and we'd hung out yeah. on a daily basis while he was in hospital. So it was kind of sentimental to be back there for me, definitely. Yeah. So let's just talk about the trip generally. I want to talk about the weather. Uh, yes. Because the week before we went, it had been snowing. Yeah. And the week after we came back, it was blistering sun. Yeah. And don't people love to tell you that, by the way? Oh, I love it. Oh, it's been so nice since you've left. So many people have messaged me that. Why do people... I think this is a British thing. The minute you get back from somewhere that's had inclement weather... Yeah. People are like, literally, I waved you off at the airport, I turned round, the sun, sun came out. Yeah. Amazing. Yeah. And it's been sunny every day since. Yeah. Unprecedented. <laughs> <laughs> Well, our mate Paul came out, didn't he? Our, our radio friend Paul came out to Dubai. And we did the opposite. And he absolutely siled it down the entire time. And yeah. we're like, it's sunny, sunny yesterday. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it never rains, Paul. Yeah. It never, ever rains. We got the kind of, we, we had 10 days anyway. We had, the, we had the 10 days in England that's the exact weather 
that stops you from moving on. Yeah. Because <laughs> it's the, every time we ever discuss moving on, which every expat does every now and then. Yeah. It's like, I, got, I can't do the weather. I got to wear my new coat, I guess. But other, yeah. other than that, oh, and Betsy lost two of my hats. My, my nice woolly hat. Betsy is a hat loser. Oh, yeah, but it's because, you, you know, that public transport thing, you know. She's not used to it, is she? And she's a Dubai kid. She could put a hat down on a bus in Dubai and come back seven years later and it'll still be on that bus seat. Yeah. Gold-plated. Yeah. One of them even said that as we arrived in Dubai. Or was it you? Somebody said... Oh, shall I just put my mobile phone down here? It'll still be here tomorrow. Yeah. <laughs> I'll leave 10,000 dirhams in back of a taxi. The weather was cold. It was cold. And it wet. It was wet. It was dark. See, I don't mind cold, but wet adds another level. And I'll tell you what adds a real level. Wind. Yeah, it was the wind for me. Some windy days. Like, because then your ears hurt. Yeah. My skin felt awful. I reckon I aged about 10 years in <laughs> 10 days. No, no When's joke. that coming off, though? <laughs> off <laughs> um so yeah we had uh miserable weather yeah to the fact that when it wasn't raining we were like let's get out yeah and the thing is you've done your meticulous planning which is a tried and tested on this podcast we talk about it you'd got your folder yeah so there were things we'd paid for places we had to be yeah we did some great stuff yeah well we, we headed off to norwich none of us been to norwich before honey went before us now this was one of honey's first ever trip on her own in in england Mm-hmm. And um, she caught the train in the morning. We were going in the afternoon. Now, did we mention this on the last one about Leo's first time travelling on his own? Yeah, we did. We talked about it. and Because yeah. we'd left him in Southampton to, just to go into Southampton on a yeah. provincial train. Yeah. And we treated it like he were going to Mars. Yeah. Whereas with Honey, she, she handled it really well, I thought. She didn't seem to be bothered. Yeah, well, again, but we had it all kind of planned. But yeah, I think Norwich um, as a city... Very strange place. Yeah, it wasn't what I expected. I expected it to be more, um, a bit more oldie worldy, a bit more... Well, I thought it would be smaller. Yeah. Than it is. It's a bigger place than I expected. Yeah. And because of its size, it's almost broken up into like quadrants. Yeah. But I loved it. I did actually, I loved, again, the vibrancy of it. We both said it was almost like a mini Bristol. It had somebody different every time you looked. Yeah. And yeah, very cool. Yeah, it was a real people watching place and I love that. So as a uni town, really, really good. Perfect. Yeah, we had the crappiest travel lodge, mine. We stayed in the travel lodge riverside. People may remember me posting on my Instagram <laughs> a few weeks ago, the view from the riverside hotel, which was nowhere near the river. Yeah, and I, I found people very friendly. It was just, I liked it. I like Norwich as a place. But it did have the oldie worldy bit. It did. Lovely river. It did. Lovely history. Not enough. Coffee shops, like little old cafes, I thought would be everywhere, but no. No. And when, you, when you're cold and you want to go, and you go, right, should we go and have a little hot chocolate now? Nowhere. I couldn't find one. We, had to, we ended up in the big church cafe, and, but everybody was in the church cafe. It seemed like that was the only one. So if you want to start a cafe business. Do it in a church. No, do it in well, Norwich. Was it, was it the cathedral? Yeah. Was that the cathedral? Yeah, yeah. It was a very pretty church, uh, but you know, like, I'm a bit funny about churches for one reason or another. But uh, it was, I, I do like them as buildings. Yeah. You know, love good architecture. Yeah. So overall, and Honey did well. She got offered a place in Norwich. Almost instantly. Yeah. It was a nice visit. We, oh, you did, you did have, we did have our first Burger King. Oh, right. So we're vegetarians. Yeah. You may have heard that on this podcast. And sometimes if we're watching telly on the dodgy box over here, or you're watching something 
that your mum's recorded on VHS and posted to you in a jiffy bag. <laughs> on the adverts, you'll see adverts for like vegan and, and vegetarian <laughs> fast food. Yeah. Which is a bit harder to come by out here in Dubai. Burger King once did a vegan Whopper yep. for about three months and then it disappeared. It seems that's how they do it here. Like Starbucks did the same. Brought out loads of plant-based stuff. Gone. It's gone, gone now. It's all gone. gone. Cheers. Yeah, we're all right. We're back. We'll just go back to eating chickpeas. So we'd had a McDonald's. What is it, like a vegan cheeseburger or something? A vegan... We had the bacon bacon double cheeseburger or whatever it is. I thought it was excellent. Right. For a McDonald's yeah. veggie burger. I thought, oh, we had it in the train station on the way to Norwich, mm-hmm. didn't we? Yeah. Honey then had the Burger King equivalent. Yeah. Because she was jealous because we'd had the McDonald's. A bit dry. Oh, uh, yeah. It wasn't very nice. And, that was good. Uh, Could do better. I mean, for me, this time in the UK, that's all that they everywhere seemed to offer was these burgers. Beyond Meat burgers. Like pubs, everything. To the point where I just wanted a vegetarian salad at one point. Wasn't much in the way of variety, was it? No. Especially when you were in London, you expect it to be everywhere. So yeah, so that was kind of Norwich. We did a bit of shopping. Yeah, you did your Primark. Not as, not as Primarky. I didn't. I, didn't. You I, I was ill. <laughs> yeah, but I... Every I, story you hear through this next couple of episodes of this podcast, you are, everybody needs to know... I was tremendously ill. We're going to get onto the medicals on the next episode, but you can't take these stories that Laura's telling you now with the <laughs> with the usual, oh, he's a grumpy old man. Because normally in Primark, after that Brighton episode, I could go in there and spend a fortune. But I was so ill, I couldn't do it. So you yeah, didn't get the shopping. I found you, though, chatting to an old woman sat on the sofas having a good she, old she chinwag. She just looked old because she's from Norwich. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so then we're back to London and uh, Leo joins us. Yeah, Leo popped up for a weekend again. I felt like I totally ruined it because of my illness, which he seemed to understand, but I felt awful. I felt such guilt. Yeah. Um, only had another... She had another audition whilst he was there or in his last day, but we did Crystal Maze. Oh, the Crystal Maze, which... And we did that. This is your thing because you loved Crystal Maze as a kid. I didn't mind the programme. It was one of those that... I, I always wanted to go on. Like, you've got some quiz shows that you'd like to go on. Crystal Maze was the one I always wanted to go on. Even as a kid, mm-hmm. when I didn't understand middle management team away days, yeah, I used to think, well, that's what a middle management... It's always them guys, aren't they? Like, I just... I love that kind of, like, challenges. You know, even when we're watching... Uh, what's that new game show, the new reality show? Rise and Fall. Rise and Fall. Even with that, yeah. I have said I'd rather be a the down the bottom because I like doing challenges. I like that kind of thing. So, yeah. So, we went there. Crystal Maze, Leicester Square. Initially, when we arrived, I was like, oh, this is a little building. Grotty. Yeah. It looks grotty. Yeah. I don't know how long it's been open. I thought it was relatively new. It I, looks like it's been open a long time. Yeah. And then we get inside and... In the small print, there's five of us. In the small print, it's like you may be paired up with other people. Now, as a family, we love doing escape rooms and stuff. Yeah. So we're going to have a right laugh together. Yeah. Even the thought of having the actor guy who shows you around. Yeah, yeah, I yeah. thought I'm buying into it. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Anyway, we get paired up with this posh woman and her two kids. I know it says you may, but I think if you've got a five, yeah. that you shouldn't have to then be put with other people. And What I think- they should say to you is, tell you what, we'll give you half price if you team up with other people. Yeah, because it's not cheap. The tickets are really so not expensive. cheap. So I think it's a bit wrong. Like, and you know, the team before us had six people and they got to go on their own. And I was like, hold on a minute. But then they were, anyway. So we did it. The guy who went round with us on the games, it was absolutely incredible. He was great. He, he, it must be a thankless job to do. So my hat's off to him. Yeah. But 
we didn't get to do enough games. Some of them were broken. We did that thing at the end where you get in the big crystal and you have to catch all the silver wrappers. Yeah. On the whole, I would say 100% do not waste your money on the crystal maze. Yeah, and again, I've heard people say it's brilliant, but I, I wouldn't go I again. Never, if it there, was, there I'll tell you are, what, if it was 10 quid each, I won't go back again. There are escape rooms out here that are better. So we did that. We did, um, we, we did the Globe. The Shakespeare's Globe, the theatre that was rebuilt, that is amazing. Brilliant experience if you're into Shakespeare or if you're into theatre or, you know. Now, this made me think. I fell in love with our guide a little bit. His name was... Le- Lear, L Will Welsh guy. Lear, L H R R Y R Watts. You know what Welsh names like. Cool fact: A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at uh1.com. But anyway, he was a very good, very softly spoken. He was very good. A little bit camp. Yeah, I think. And but so informative. And I always think with these guys, oh, I'm going to I want to become friends with him. <laughs> now, it's not because when we had the um, how to describe when we had the pre-op trans Berlin tunnel guide. Yeah, exactly the same thing. Oh, I'm going to become mates with you after this. Is that the sign of a good guide? That at the end of it, you're like, I, I want to be friends with I think when you've got a guide that you're passionate, that is passionate about what they're... Yeah. Um, oh, I've forgotten his name, the guy in, in Berlin. What's his name? Honey and, Honey and Betsy will remember it straight away. He, he absolutely loved... Incredible. And he wasn't from Berlin, but he loved talking about the tunnels. This guy obviously loves Shakespeare. And I think if you're listening to somebody that's got that passion, it's always going to be good. And... Because Shakespeare is notoriously difficult to get into. So if somebody makes you want to be into it more. Yeah. Like when we went to see Midsummer Night's Dream on the QE2 mm-hmm. a little while ago. When somebody makes you want to get into it more. Yeah. I think they've done a good job. I learned stuff that I thought I knew. And yeah. then, then I was like, oh, no way. You know, so I came out of it because I, you know, I, I know quite a bit yeah. about Shakespeare. So I was quite surprised. I was like, oh. Although he did do that thing of. Uh, oh, yeah. He'd give you a fact. That you know, and then he'd go, wrong. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah. what do you think we use this balcony for in Shakespeare's Globe Theatre? Yeah. And everyone's murmuring, Romeo and Juliet, wrong. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's no mention of a balcony in Romeo and Juliet. And what do you think we need this wrong? Yeah, There yeah. was no women. It yeah. was great. Um, so we did that. We did Tate Modern. We Tate Modern was great. Uh, the thing about the Tate Modern, again, is I'd love to live in London because I feel like you can't do it in a day. Yeah. So you, what you need to do is a, a room a day. Yeah, I mean, and there, and there's so many uh, museums, which is what I do love about London is you can go to all these museums for free. Like we did, we did, yeah. we only did two, I think, in the end. We did Victorian Albert and the Tate Modern, but I wanted to go to the Tate Britain. I wanted to go to the National Gallery. There were so many I wanted to go to, but that is so special that you can go to these places for free and spend all day there if you need mm. to. So, honey, I had another audition at was it called Royal Central? Yeah. She went there, which is up near Swiss Cottage, the station. Yeah. And a 15-minute walk from there is Abbey Road. Yes. A place, if you don't know how much we're into Beatles. The walk there even, though. We were walking past houses that weren't that huge. But there was... was, You just knew they were worth millions of pounds. Mm. And again, I was very poorly at the time. But it didn't spoil it for me because I just have that thing of the Beatles were here. 
Yeah. They were here doing stuff. They um, were in there recording. They were out here messing about having the photos took. And we got there just at the right time because oh. there was one other couple. They did the, the walk across. You took the fit I photo. I took the picture. Then they did it for us. Leo didn't want to do it, but we persuaded him. We did it. And then we went into the shop. We wrote our names on the wall, you know, all those things. And then- I don't know. Look, anybody who's around there or anything, yes, it's a touristy thing to do. Yeah. Well, guess what? I've not spent that much time in London and I've loved the Beatles my entire life. Yeah. You know? And they mean a heck of a lot to me. So it were a real spiritual uh, thing but for yeah. me. Yeah, and I think if you're into music and you th- and you you've heard of Abbey Road, yeah. So yeah, it was it was great. It was. My mate Julian messaged me because we walked up to St John's Wood Station after that. Yeah. And he had not read his message by then. He goes, "Oh, Paul's still got an house up at St John's Wood." Oh, uh, really? So, oh, Paul, mind just be walking up and down. Well, we said that though. There was there, there was not about Paul, but that there, there's money around there. There is celebs around there, mm. and and even the royal. Yeah, kids, I think, go up to the schools there. I think really? It was around Eton and all that, yeah. But that was a great day. Honey came home from that one. She wasn't, she wasn't, I, think, I don't think that one has gone as well as Norwich and... Uh, she didn't like it. Didn't, no, not as she much. She wasn't very keen on it. And then we went to Farnham, where she had another, she went to a university audition down there. Yeah. So that was a train ride away. Very small place. Yeah. Farnham. But Pretty much one road. Loved the university. And that place had its fair share of coffee shops. Yeah. But everybody was friendly. I thought it was a great university. It was the first one we've been to because Norwich University, whilst it looked like a good premises, didn't look like there was much going on. Yeah. Whereas this one were full of students, full of guides. Everyone wanted to talk to you. It felt like, and we sat in the refectory for a bit. And what was nice was they were inviting the families in. Yeah. Like it was a bit more welcoming in that way. And I I really liked it as a campus. Um, Now that town has got about five pubs. And we went in every one trying to find somewhere to eat. And Well, you forget, don't you? Because we live here in Dubai where everything's open 24-7. Yeah. In the UK, shops open at nine. They shut dead on five. Yeah. The pubs. I don't it, know how it works with pubs because it's that long since I've well, lived in England. I think they do the they open 12 till two lunchtime yeah. thing. And then they stop until five till nine or something. So you, so that gap in It's between, so British, isn't it, that uh, lunchtime? Because everyone else in the world has late lunch. Yeah. Like everyone has lunch at three o'clock. In England, it's like, no, midday. Yeah, we stop serving it too. And I'm yeah. like, yeah, but it's like 20 past two. Yeah, no, you can't have any food. But anyway, we found a pub called the Queen's Head. Yeah. Queen's Head, Farnham. If you are ever anywhere near there and you want a good slap up, that pub does good food. And they did a vegan Big Mac and it tasted exactly like <laughs> a Big Mac. It was incredible. I put a picture of it on my thing. I did Incredible. I did not have it. I uh, Like I said earlier, I was sick of burgers. Sick of burgers by them. But yeah, it, it was good. It was a nice pub. And uh, everybody calls you, all right, darling, all right, love. You know. All right, my lover, she talked like that. Yeah. We had some good encounters. We were on a double-decker bus sitting upstairs, and downstairs, the bell kept going. <sighs> ding, 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 ding. Well, that's what you do, isn't it? When you want to yeah. get off, press but the bell. But it was going all the time. Yeah. And the driver came over the tannoy saying, person in the wheelchair bay, wheelchair bay, you're leaning on the bell. Please move away. <laughs> ding, 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 ding. Person... And he got right angry, didn't he? Yes. But it, we were he upstairs. He said it about 10 times. We were proper giggling. <laughs> it was fantastic. And then the other one was the... I'm going to... He seemed Italian, but I don't know if he was. When we were in Dirty Dancing, it's literally a curtain up. Yeah. And this guy comes in with his family. He's probably about 60. Hey, woman, you're in my chair. Well, isn't it funny? Because you expect that behaviour here. Yeah. Here, you expect people to talk to other people. Bluntness. In fact, I saw somebody do it down our street yesterday, talking to... Um, a car, a guy that obviously come his car had broken down, so the truck had come, and he was finger in his face to the guy that had picked up his truck. And I'm thinking, give him a break. Yeah. So 
this guy, yeah. you know when you're in the theatre, you get A to Z seats, but then yeah. at the back you get YYXXZZ. Yeah. yeah. So he thought the women who were in the same number seats as him on ZZ were in his seats. Yeah. I knew the mistake he'd made. I did, yeah, yeah. But I just wanted to watch it play out. He was screaming. Hey, you. Show me a ticket. Prove it. Prove it that's your seat. Get out of my seat. Get out. And it's just no, no, like... Funny, in it? Politeness whatsoever. And then, and then the... Um, Ushers come along. Oh no, sir! You're you're a few seats down. Oh, okay. No, sorry. No, Forget about it. Gone. Yeah. I mean, I would have been bending over backwards, apologising. Everyone around us is going, "How rude! How rude!" Like, but yeah, it's. Uh, hey, we did do one more celebs. Uh, in fact, Leo and Betsy did it. See, I didn't see. I only saw him from the back. No, it was him, because what happened was Leo. I think had heard somebody say it. Leo then had done the look. This guy was in front of us. Yeah. Somebody coming towards us had said to their mate, you know who that was. Yeah. And then Leo turned around and went, that's Piers Morgan. Yeah. Now he's only 10 foot in front of us, but he's walking at a pace. Yeah. He obviously knows that people are going to stop him. So he's walking head down. This is on the way to see Back to the Future. He got his head down. He was trapping. He had had like a scroll in his hand. Now, I was trying to catch him because I've met Piers before. Yeah. So he'd rem- I'd be able to say to him, hey, Piers, I met you in Dubai. He'd remember. Do you think he'd remember you, do you? 100% he'd remember me, but there was no way I could catch him. I was ill and he was not stopping. Well, Leo and Betsy ran on to see and to confirm it. As they ran, he was running away from them because I think yeah. he knew. But then I heard other people that we'd then walk past go, oh, that was Piers Morgan. That was Piers so Morgan. So we're saying that is a confirmed yeah. because we saw Paul Rudd. We saw Claire Sweeney. Yeah. Are we saying confirmed Piers yeah. Morgan? Yeah, it was. But that was kind of where it ended. We didn't see any others. And I, we were, I was looking, especially when we were in Theatre Town. I had a few, I had a few people who I thought, who did I see? I thought I saw Adam Buxton in Norwich, didn't I? Oh. Now he was a long, long way away. But you said on the last bit of the, one of the podcasts, oh, if I find him, if I find him. Everywhere, everywhere <laughs> in Norwich, I was just looking for Adam Buxton because I'd love to meet him because obviously another hero of mine. But anyway, that's it really. Is there anything else to mention on the travel front? Not really. What I will say is normally when I go to London, I have that paranoia, you know, with my bags and everything else. This time... I felt a lot safer. Mm. I felt like um, people were a lot more kind and helpful on the underground. I thought people were getting up for each other. Um, and there were days, again, because you were ill, where I was out by myself yeah. or with one of the girls or both the girls. And I felt fine. I didn't feel threatened like I have done in the past in London. I actually really, really enjoyed being in London. And I, mean, I feel I like we get we got to know it a bit. Yeah. Because if you don't know London, it's a big place and you don't know the areas. I still feel like there's so much more to explore, but I feel like we got to know it a bit. Yeah, and I, I did one of those treasure trail things that we'd mentioned before. I was so jealous. I, I did it in Covent Garden with the girls. And again, it took us down these alleyways. You were sending me pictures because I was laid ill in, in my travel lodge. Yeah, and I found some real quirky little things. I think it was probably just me that was interested, but it's still, yeah, worth doing. We'll leave it there for that one. That's, so that was the trip, but it was marred by illness. Terrible illness. Listen to the next episode. We'll, we'll cover <laughs> illness and hospital on the next episode. If you want to get in touch, husbandandwifepod at gmail.com. And we'll see you next time. Bye. The end.